Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. Kind of a muggy day in Seattle. Not too cold, although I am wearing like three layers um, between the jacket, the vest, and the sweater, (laughs) but no socks. So I'm thinking like the temperature is actually starting to come up. How's our weekend looking? Do you have any forecast for us, Eric, on that weekend weather? Uh, the the weekend looking yeah. like it's going to be very similar. It's kind oh, of... I thought you were going to say sunny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Things change very rapidly it, yeah, around they here. They do, but kind of similar weather, right? Overcast. Yeah, right? so far I'm not seeing any huge changes for the weekend, but uh, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> well, I always talk about the weather for a couple of reasons as soon as we come on the air. One, so that I hope wherever you are in your part of the world that you're looking out the window unless it's black outside because it's night and you you get to look at your weather and get grounded, get in your body, remind yourself of your present moment, what time of day it is, where you are in the world. And then the other part is to kind of maybe update you on Seattle weather. Uh, Seattle lights were kind of funny. We, we hope that if we complain enough about the rain that our city won't get too populated. <laughs> so we tend to, you know brag about the overcasting and the rain, right? It's worked so far. It has, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It truly has. So today on the show, it's Tuesday, Mm -hmm. boot camp for the soul again. How are you doing on your challenges? I I think I'm doing okay. (gasps) Really? Eric, that's great. Trying to celebrate. You're celebrating? Yep. Excellent. And how's the mirror work going? Mirror works. Am I supposed to continue doing once you start one thing or do you just continue that endlessly? It's completely up to you. You know, yeah. The mirror work was only meant to be for a week. Because I I did that last week. Okay. I think that went pretty well. Okay. So you did well. And then we did two weeks of celebration. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So today would be like the last day, unless you want to keep it up. It's. Hey, I don't mind celebrating. All right. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. And today we're going to talk about challenge number three. Challenge number three. Uh Ooh. Excited. Yeah. Well, hopefully you will be even after I talk about it, because challenge number three is a little more challenging. And mirror work, I think, is challenging, but not everybody lets themselves get to that feeling place of what they say in the mirror. So it just may feel like they're reading a script, you know, when they're in the mirror. But when you actually feel, I love you, man, you know, when you look in the mirror, it can be a little overwhelming emotionally, actually. Mm -hmm. But challenge number three is to embrace. Wait, 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 before you say it. What? (laughs) Challenge number three. Oh, I love that drum roll. Thank you. Embrace what you don't want. Embrace what I don't want. Mm -hmm. This seems like a difficult one. Yeah, (laughs) I think it can be. I mean, I'll I'll do my best to describe it in multiple different ways so that people can wrap their mind around it in a way that will work for them. But I think that the problems that we have in our lives and the challenges that we have are here to teach us things, to activate us and to get us to grow and be different. So kind of a it's really not a trick because this is what happens when you resolve it is, is you're grateful for it generally. Even people who are diagnosed with you know, serious health issues, when they mm. overcome them, they usually have a fair amount of gratitude about whatever they experienced during mm. that time. So if we can embrace what we don't want, it actually goes away. But you have to embrace it. It's kind of like the person who's single and doesn't want to be single anymore and they hate being single and they've done everything they could not to be single. Mm-hmm. And then they finally go, 
I just want to be happy, you know, whether I'm single or in a relationship, I want to be happy. And then they start to get happy and Mm -hmm. then they don't care anymore that they're single. And now they start to like being single. And then pretty soon they're not single anymore. Well, that happiness attracts other people. There you go. So there is a method to my madness about embracing what you don't want Mm. because it actually disappears. And then you get something that you really wanted, even if it may not have been what you thought it was, because sometimes we don't really know what we want. So embracing it heals it. I think that's fascinating. Okay. I think this is going to be definitely a challenge among the challenges, (laughs) but uh, I'm going to try and do this. Okay. And we're going to probably work on this. I mean, I'll, I'll think about it some more. I was only going to do it for a week, but I'm kind of thinking we need to do it for a couple of weeks. I think this one, we need to kind of wrap our brain around it. And, and another way that a person can find ways to like to, you know, to embrace, but something is difficult. Let's say that someone's having some financial problems. Maybe they're working mm-hmm. on paying off some debt and they're frustrated, but maybe they just refinanced, I don't know, their home or a loan and they got a fantastic interest rate. Mm-hmm. So what happens a lot of times when we have something that we're working on resolving, even if something good happens in the same category, we tend to still focus only on the negative. Mm. So, you know, if someone, if someone out there is having difficulties with finances, but something in their financial, you know, revenue worked out better, Mm -hmm. then that's what they need to focus on. The great interest rate Mm. or um, some wonderful inheritance that they just have gotten, or maybe they got only a 3% raise, but hey, they got a raise. You know, they need to focus on that. In this economy, hey, 3% raise is a pretty good thing. We're happy about that. (laughs) And, And then it'll be, what will happen is when you can embrace something that's in the category that you're frustrated about, then positive energy goes into the frustration. And pretty soon the debt will disappear because you're, mm. you're attracting what you really want. What we, when we focus on what we don't want, we attract more of it, unfortunately. Mm. So this is really based on subatomic particles like electrons and protons and manifesting and creating even our external world. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the challenge for me is going to be having to think what's in my life right now that I'm resisting or not liking that I, that I should embrace. Because right now I'm actually feeling like, oh, things are going pretty well. So, Yay. Yeah. Well, we're happy about that. That's yeah. fantastic. Congratulations. There's, maybe it's avocados. <laughs> I, I never liked those. So maybe it's time to embrace some guacamole. You are so funny. I think that's really great. So I know our phone lines are almost full, but do you want to share the phone number before we go to the phone lines? Well, sure, sure. I just need a second here. Okay. I don't, I don't have He's those thinking about those me, avocados so. now. And you always surprise me, Eric by what you say. You know, embrace avocados. I like it. Well, I'm just saying I I never liked avocados, but (laughs) everybody looks at me and says, what? What? Avocados are great. They are. Maybe I'll just embrace it. (laughs) (laughs) So folks can call in today at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 or toll free at 877- 825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Great. So who do we have on the phone lines? All right. Let's go to our first caller. We've got Elizabeth calling from Redmond right now. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Great. What can I do for you today? Well, just listening to um, you with Eric kind of helped me a lot. Um, but I recently moved here from uh, a different state and did a major life change. And I thought that things would be, you know, wow, great. (laughs) And I feel a little bit stagnant. I feel like I'm um, not paying attention 
to stuff around me, and I was hoping you can give me a little bit of insight on why I feel that way, um, Mm -hmm. if you could. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm missing some... something. Yeah, I I agree. (laughs) I don't really know how to articulate, but I feel like I'm just... um, disengaged. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And how did you feel before you moved? Oh, I felt um, completely empty. Yeah, because here's what I got when you were explaining the move is that wherever wherever you are inside, energetically or emotionally, it doesn't matter where you go physically, it's going to follow you. You know, one of the funny things about my work when I do medium work, which is truly every day, uh, people are always surprised when I talk about a relative or a close family friend. And when I describe their personality, they go, God, they haven't changed. And I go, well, <laughs> you know, if, if you don't finish working on whatever you need to work on in this, you know, dimension, the next dimension you go to, you still have to work on it. Well, that applies to states. So if you move from one state or one region of the earth to another, you still have to do the inner work. And it feels like things are better, you know, in this location, like energetically, you're better. So here's what I think it is. I think that because you have a very wise, strong mind, You, you have a very strong mind. And so it's like you've got these ideas that are conceptualized in your brain. However, you need the energy of that conception, that those philosophies, to trickle down into the cells and the rest of your body. So it's in a way, your body is not integrated with what your mind now believes. And so your cells below the neck are still functioning on old memories. And, and, oh, okay. and that's why it's frustrating because you can't put your thumb on it. You know something's off. But there's no clear sign about what it is. So I I believe that it's frequency. So we need to shift the frequency of your cells below the neck. And the best way I know how to make a shift like that is to actually, multiple times a day, find something that you can be happy about for 17 seconds. And I want you to time it. It could take you a minute or more to identify something and then start the feeling of happiness, but then hold that feeling for 17 seconds. And I don't care if it's chocolate ice cream, sex, a walk in the park. I I don't care what it is. It's going to get you there. And then you want to consistently hold it for 17 seconds. 17 seconds of happy feeling will erase thousands of hours of negative thinking. Okay. And your cells just tend to go towards the negative below the neck. Your body vibrates towards the, oh my goodness, versus the, oh my goodness kind of energy. (laughs) Okay. I think that's what's going to make a change for you. And I would give it 30 days. You know, okay. of, of, you're going to probably notice a shift like on day 14, you, you know, you're going to start to maybe wake up feeling better or go to bed feeling better, one, one or the other. And, and by day 14, you're going to notice that lasting the majority of the day, like you're just going to be happier and you may not even know why, but that's good. That's a good thing Bad. to be happy. Yeah. So, so I think that regardless of where you live in the world, after you make this frequency shift, you're going to be happy. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. And keep me posted. I want to know how you're doing. Okay, thanks. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. So we are live here in Seattle on Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're talking about challenge number three. We are discussing boot camp for the soul because it's Tuesday. And again, we're talking about challenge number three. But we'll be right back. (music) 
The Healing from Within, Supporting a Healthy Brain DVD is now available for purchase. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's third DVD covers the human brain in its entirety. They describe the brain as being a universe filled with multi-sensory abilities. Learn why neurotransmitters and serotonin levels can affect your mood. Gain knowledge about what vitamins and minerals are imperative to healthy aging. Exercises and meditations are included. If you haven't picked up your copy of the first two DVDs on detoxification or heart health, they're available online at www.energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Coming in the new year, Hormone Health, the final DVD in the series. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Don't forget, this is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live in Seattle, where energy and medicine meet, and we're talking about boot camp for the soul, and we're talking about challenge number three, embrace what you don't want. I know, and Eric's going to be embracing avocados. (laughs) (laughs) Amongst other things. Amongst that, okay, I can't wait to hear those other things too. Well, you know what? I I was thinking about this during the break, and like right now, it's just I seem to be like the king of minor annoyances, (laughs) but nothing that's like really like, oh my gosh, I can't deal with this, but just little things. And uh, lately, I've been trying to be just like, okay. You know. I love that. But right. so you have been embracing. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Because that is a form of embrace. And I think when you can, pra- you're lucky because you can practice on the little thing. You don't have to take on a big thing like right. so, uh, cancer or something like right. that, thankfully. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's really fortunate. But it sounds like you're already doing it by, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> there's been a lot of them, though. They're like piling up. And it's uh-huh. just like, all right. Well, at least they're in bite sized chunks, you know, right. fun size annoyances, if you will. <laughs> that's really cute. So why don't we go back to the phone? All right, let's talk to Pam in Spokane. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Um, So this is perfect. Embrace what I don't want. Um, I I don't want poverty. I've been Ah. without money and not wanting to see it, like not looking at what's so. And so I've been going through files and going through finances and trying to look and get real about how it is. But I have no work right now, no income coming in, and um, I do want to wash out old patterns, and mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. how do I tune into my knowing for the next step and be abundant? You know, I have trouble with the celebrating thing, because I haven't believed that I, that it could happen for me, Right. you know. So it sounds like you're still working on challenge two, yeah. which is celebration. <laughs> And, and so in, in challenge number three, in your case, uh, it would be important to identify what do you like about not being employed? You know, because everything has its positives, like you're not having to get up at six o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that's what I want you to focus on. Because if, if you start to focus on the positive parts of not being employed, first of all, all the heavy negativeness will start to change. The energy will shift because our brains are so strong and powerful that what you think about persists. 
So if you keep thinking about, oh my gosh, I don't like being poor. I don't like having money. You're just creating more poverty and more right. lack of funds. So right. instead, if you could, because then you're still in the present moment, you are currently unemployed. You know, you're focusing on, God, I really love that I can wake up whenever I want to. I can go get a latte whenever I want to. Or maybe you've gone on a vacation or you've spent time with family member or friends that you wouldn't normally be able to. But sit down and spend about 15 minutes And it may take a little while, but focus on and remembering the things that you're happy about not being employed. And then whenever you can throughout the day, focus on that, not your bank account or your fear of poverty. Right. And then it will change. I I promise you, it will absolutely positively change. And you'll probably get a job you really like or one that doesn't take a lot of energy from you because you were focusing on the pleasure of being unemployed. And so when you embrace that, then you get the pleasure of being employed. Right, which is what I really want. Excellent. <laughs> pleasure. I, I think that you're going to do this challenge, you know, because I know the celebrating when I get it. Sometimes it's hard to celebrate when your energy just doesn't feel there. Yeah. But I think this one you will because there is a part of you that likes not being employed. Exactly. Right? So you, exactly. you can sincerely feel grateful for it. Yeah. So that's what I want you to do. Okay. Okay. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Let's see if we can go to our next caller here. We've got Dee on the line calling from Utah. Hi, Dee. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show, and I love it. Oh, thank you. How's Utah? Yes. How's Utah? Do you have a lot of snow right now? We have been getting snow most of the morning, so the people have been happy, and we have, um, yeah. We have more coming down as we speak. I bet it's gorgeous. It's pretty. Uh, I've only been in the airport and then flying over the Great Lakes, so you know, haven't really oh. spent time in in your lovely state. What can I do for you? Well, I'm wondering if you can help me figure out what's going on with my health. Sure. So, how would you describe it? Well, I am um, experiencing problems with my skin. Uh huh. Which I am pretty sure it has to do with my liver. Mm-hmm. But as much as I try, it uh, seems like every time I turn around, I've got some new issue, issue right. popping. Right. So typically, skin is governed by the seventh chakra. When I scanned your body, I didn't go to your seventh chakra first. I actually went to your solar plexus, which governs the immune system. And so when people have odd symptoms that rise and go away, which was part of your last description, it's going to be based on their immune system because the immune system is complicated. You know, it's about release of hormones, which also can affect your skin too as well. So it's about the hormones from our endocrine glands release, and then they communicate to all of the organs in our body. And then that's what gets the organs to work well and, and everything else to be in this lovely orchestra of health. So it's your immune system. Has your mother passed or is she still living? She's still living. Mm-hmm. Is she a little difficult? We um, we don't gel entirely. Mm-hmm. So that answer would be yes? Yes. <laughs> okay. Generally, when I look at solar plexus that look like yours, there's an, is- an issue unresolved, and it doesn't mean you have to, like, be best friends with your mother to have it resolved. Um, there's an unresolved issue that's affecting your immune system. And, and so that's basically what's happening. There's actually even a ring around your solar plexus as well, which is another indicator that your mother is more difficult than you're even letting on, um, which is okay. That's perfectly fine. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do for a homework assignment because you're concerned about your health. 
which I understand, and no one has been able to help you. In other words, if whoever you're getting advice for isn't, you haven't got down to any causes. Mm-hmm. And so that means you can't do any remedies, right? So it's like then you just kind of stay in limbo worrying about your health. So the exercise I want you to do is I'd love for you to go in your mind. This is going to be a visualization back into your childhood, perhaps anywhere between three and seven. You can pick an actual year or bounce around in your visualization between that time period, those four years. And I would love for you to imagine that that your family, because it's you know not just your mother, but your family is exactly the way you would have wanted a family to be. So that means they adore you. Because in in childhood, kids are supposed to be ab- adored. They just are. We're supposed to pick them up, hug them, kiss them, cuddle them, tell them how amazing they are. That's the moment in our life where we begin to build our self esteem and our self awareness. And when we don't get those more hands-on approaches or really genuine cuddling, if you will, then it it can be hard on our energy system even years later. So I'd love for you to imagine that you have the family that you would want to have, let's say. And I want you to feel as if you were a child, really happy and excited and confident and grateful for every and in a way, normal, like, oh my gosh, this is normal for someone to really appreciate me this much. And I'd love for you to do it for like three to five minutes a few times a week. You can do it more often, by the way. You could do it every day if you wanted to, but, you know, like three times a week would be great. That sounds wonderful. Good. So what's going to happen? Pardon? I really hit the cord. <laughs> good, good, good. So what's going to happen is that you have an an old story in your in your body about your childhood. It, it's accurate from your perception and what occurred. It's accurate. But in reality, your parents and your siblings and your grandparents and just the universe at large, everyone's higher self wishes that they had shown up in your life or anyone else's life as loving, compassionate, you know, gracious beings. And so your mom's higher self will actually help in this exercise will be good for her and everyone else. But the, we're not doing it for that reason. We're doing it so that you can create a new pattern in your body, which will help your organs work better. Mm-hmm. Great. Even your liver. Because mm-hmm. the liver is about repressed anger. And so sometimes we get frustrated by things that have happened in the past. And then because the liver is so much a big part of the immune system, it can you know create a little havoc in there. And could you keep me posted and let me know how it goes? I will. Thank you. You're That's- welcome. And have, have fun in the snow. Thank you. All right. Day. Thank, thank you. you, Eric. You're wonderful, too. Oh, thank you very he much. Is. Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I want to give out the phone numbers one more time for folks if they want to call in today, because uh, we are live here on this Tuesday, the 25th. And the numbers are 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Or toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And now we've got uh, Hermina on the line calling from Seattle. Hi, Hermina. How are you? Hi. Hi. What can I do for you? Uh, I'm having some health issues uh, lately, uh, and uh, mainly my knees and my my joints. Your joints, uh-huh. yeah. 
you know, and, the, muscles. and your muscles. I'm so sorry. You know, I think the muscles are more secondary. I think your joints start the whole process and then they get tight and then the muscles get tight around them. Uh-huh. So that's what I think is happening. Knees overall uh, are about um, searching for something. So looking for something. Um, when I look at the knees energetically, it's as if there's a, a big flashlight in each knee. And if mm-hmm. someone has a great desire to have something in their life, the it's like their knees are out there searching, you know, trying to find it wherever they go. <laughs> and so it can wear down the cartilage and the ligaments and the tendons and all that good stuff. So embracing, hmm, you know, what is happening, which most of the time for people is what they don't want, would mm-hmm. be important. And, and then um, joints are about not letting go. And you are a strong person. You're strong. I mean, if we yeah. were to have a horrible catastrophe, of course, I'm, I'm not predicting this. It's just a, mm-hmm. a, a scenario that I'm using as a story. Um, if we were to have a catastrophe here on Earth, I'd want to be at your house because you're strong. You'd get a generator. You'd have the neighbors all organized for potluck food. I mean, you're, you're very strong. You can, you know, you remind me of critical care nurses who can mm-hmm. stand in the center of chaos and infuse really, you know, kind of crazy drugs and let them work. So right. that, that's what you remind me of. So strong people, that's, that's a gift. But I don't think you work in a critical care unit, right? Do, do, do you work in the ICU? Pardon me? Do you work in the critical care unit? No, I don't. Right. No. And it's not a catastrophe right now. So even though you have these skill sets, you don't need them right now. So, <laughs> so, but, and you probably haven't needed them for, for most of your life. You know, if you're not working in an emergent situation as a career, then you don't need those skill sets every single day. And you live in one of the safest parts of the country in the entire world. So, um, you have to learn to let go of your vigilance and your desire to be, over-observant of safety and making everything okay when everything is okay. So basically you need to surrender. So yeah. here's your new mantra. And this is going to feel like boot camp for the soul for you, by the way. Because okay. sometimes when I give an exercise, I can tell it's going to be hard. Like, you know, like for some people, certain things are just more challenging, like the one woman in Spokane celebrating. She hasn't been able to do that particular challenge yet. So yours is a mantra. You can repeat it silently or out loud every day for several minutes. And it is, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? Someone else could be listening to the show going, oh, that's a good one. I can't wait to do that one. And and you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a different one. Um, and and usually the things that we need to change in our lives, the exercises or tools that we use, don't feel good right away. And that's a really good sign that that would be an effective tool because it's the opposite. It's unfamiliar uh-huh. than what we normally do. So that's what happens with your joints because you're strong and your joints get tight and joints are meant to be flexible and fluid. Uh-huh. Right? There's synovial uh-huh. fluid in the joints, or at least we hope. There is. So um, when you surrender, then you allow that flexibility to return into your joints. And then ultimately your muscles get a positive effect from that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been uh, working on that. Just, uh, surrendering? It, it, yeah, surrendering, yes, because it's been hurting so much and I don't want to take medication. Well, uh, I, I don't want you to take strong medication. I mean, really, I want you to be comfortable. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some Advil... Or some ibuprofen, because uh, your pain's pretty intense in some of your joints, from what I can see. And yeah, that, I've been go taking ahead. Uh, glucosamine and, and, uh, and 
and uh, I know, but that's not a pain medication. So, it's not pain, yeah. so here's that part of surrendering too. You know, where you get to admit that you are in that much pain, and you're mm-hmm. not doing things like injections of gold and other, you know, strong therapies that we use for arthritis and joint pain that I think can sometimes weaken the immune system. Right? That's at least that's my opinion. Um, but you could take something maybe sparingly, like ibuprofen. Okay. You know, and and notice that that's a surrender too, because you don't like to admit that you're in pain. I don't like to take medicine. I don't. Right. I, I like to do anything besides medicine. And I appreciate that. To me, I'm looking at this as something temporary. While you're learning mm-hmm. to surrender, you're right. going to be kind to yourself because that's a form of surrendering. Right. Right. You're not going to be so tough on you, and maybe. Once a day or twice a day, you're going to give yourself a little bit of ibuprofen or something to relax your joints that really does address pain. Okay. You don't have to, but just a suggestion. Okay. Okay? Thank you. I really thank you. I, I love your show. I listen to you all the time. Oh, thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. Okay. You thank you so Bye. much. Okay. Well, we've got our next caller on the line now, Michaela uh, calling from Bellevue. Hi, Michaela. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you today? Um, I wanted your advice or opinion on the headache pain that I've been experiencing for the last um, almost four years every oh, day. I hate that. That's just awful. Well, <laughs> well, from a, well, seriously, you know, I would hate having a headache that long. Yeah, Eric's, Eric's nodding his head. Yes, like that just does not sound like fun. No, it's worse than get than embracing avocados. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So headaches are about blocking one's intuition. Hmm. So that means for the last four years, and of course there can be, you know, uh, biochemical and, you know, physical health reasons like hormone fluctuations can lead to headaches. Sometimes women, when they start to get headaches in their 40s and 50s, it's related to the hormonal shifts in their body. And they may notice them more, you know, you know, right before their menstrual cycle starts or uh, as they become more um, menopausal. So, so that is a part of it, but from an energetic perspective. And so, I mean, that is somehow a part of your energy. Um, it's from blocking your instincts for four years. So what happened four years ago? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was in my junior year of high school. Oh, you're yeah. so young. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, all um, right. So your hormones are not about menopause. That's for sure. So your hormones are different. They're more about m- more young adult hormones. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so you were in your junior year of high school four years ago. Yeah. And that's, that's basically it. It was in April uh-huh. seven, and uh-huh. I do not know like what. <laughs> okay. So what significantly was going on in your junior year in high school? So were you dating someone? Um, I was not dating someone. Okay. Were you president of the school? Nope. Okay. Were you volunteering? I was not volunteering. Okay, here. I have uh-huh. To. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Well, my sophomore year of high school, I had just finished up eight and a half months of chemo from a previous. Ah. Um, okay. So, so me- you were in menopause then. How? Well, chemo. You said, what did you say that you were on? What was happening? Pardon? Chemotherapy. Right. Well, chemotherapy sometimes, many times, put people in pre-early menopause. 
huh. or, or affects the hormones anyway. So, because I kept wondering, why do I think this very young, vital woman is actually in menopause? Because that's what I think about you <laughs> energetically. <laughs> so, anyway, go ahead. So, your sophomore year, you were taking chemo, yes? Yeah, and that, that ended in October. Mm-hmm. And then. And then the headache started. And yeah, the headache started the next year. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to compliment you and congratulate you from recovering from your disease. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Seriously. I'm just very proud of you. That's a big thing to go through as a young person. And I'm just, my heart goes out to you and I'm so proud of you. I'm just celebrating inside um, in a very big way for you. Okay. So that makes sense to me. So your junior year was the beginning of not being sick and not going to the doctor constantly and the hospital and stuff like that, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're thrilled about that and grateful, and we're four years away from that. Yay! That's Yay. excellent, <laughs> right? This is all good. Do you think that you're a little afraid to fully live? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pardon? I feel that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so what do you do to... What makes you feel like you're alive for you? And, and I don't mean like because you're in, I don't mean like in terms of because you're feeling better, but I mean, what in life, like I love talking to people. Obviously I talk all day long to people. <laughs> There's something about it that makes me feel alive. So what in your life does that for you? Um, I love baking. Baking, you said? Yeah, okay. I love Creating things. Creating things. Okay. Are, have you been creating anything in the last four years? Um, as far as like big good? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a big topic. So has there been something that you've been creating or that you've been feeling that same feeling towards over these last four years? No, there's just been different creations over the last four years, not like a consistent one. And, and have they been short or... You know, have they been long? I mean, have you really felt that uh, feeling that you thought about a few moments ago when you mentioned the word baking? Have you been feeling that the last four years? No. Okay. So here's what you get to do. And you're very intuitive, by the way. You're smart. I ask you questions. You know how to, you know exactly where I'm going and you get there. You are wonderful. So I think your soul wants you to fully live and you get to discover what that is. And guess what? You just get to ask the question because all I did was ask you questions and you smartly went directly towards the answer. Like when I was asking questions, they were obviously just random. Like, were you the president of your school? You know, I, I was pretty sure you weren't, although I just been told that, you know, I just found out you weren't in your forties, although you're clearly wise <laughs> because okay. you feel that way in a, in a good way, in a complimentary way, you feel that way. So you're very wise and your being wants you to be extraordinarily creative in your life, to fully, fully live. So just start asking the question as you're falling asleep at night, what is it creatively that I could do in my life that helps me to feel like I'm fully alive? And when you wake up in the morning, you'll start to get answers. Okay? Okay. So so we actually, we, we lost her, right, somehow. So Yeah, she dropped off. She dropped off. But we're sure she's listening. Okay. So we send all of our love to you and congratulations again. I'm immensely proud of you. Have a wonderful day. And we'll be... Oh, go ahead. What were I, I was just going to say, and of course, the show is archived on your website. Oh, so yes. if anybody ever wants to revisit uh, a call that they had on the show, they can certainly go to energyintuitive.com and do that. Eric, you got it down. You're a pro. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Cherry Show. And we'll be right back. 
If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Also, be sure to check out Marie's website in January. The class schedule for 2011 will be posted along with a complete website makeover. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. The Gary Mann Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. Starting January 1, the Gary Mann Show moves to its winter home. Look for our Sunday night show on Saturday morning at 11 a.m., directly following Manson Mitchell in the morning. We'll return to Sunday nights in the spring, but find us every Saturday during wintertime from 11 to 1. Sunscreen optional. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10 a.m. Saturdays. Followed by the Gary Mann Show at 11 a.m. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Bringing you fresh perspectives every day. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. I'm having so much fun. For those of you who are listening, if you don't know or not, I'm having a really great day on the radio. I like kind of complicated cases, and I've gotten a few of them. Not that I wish that for anyone, but I just love things that are just kind of interesting and challenging energetically. So even if, you, if you're uh, waiting for the phone, waiting on the phone for us to take your call, uh, don't worry if your topic doesn't seem challenging. I'll still love it. I'm just letting you know how I'm feeling here in the studio, just really enjoying myself. Well, everybody's topic is challenging to them. That's Otherwise, true. they wouldn't be calling in, right? That's true. So who do we have? We've got Julie calling from Bainbridge Island right now. Hi, Julie. How are you? Oh, hi, Marie. Um, I'm so glad to be here. I, um, I've i seen you before um, in the session and taken a class a couple of times and um, really um, appreciate you and what you do. Thank you. And thanks for coming to the house and for also coming to a class. I so appreciate it. Thank you. What can I do for you today? Well, um, I was just, um, I guess I've, I've been a stay-at-home mom for a while, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm feeling like it's kind of time for me, you know, to get back into work, and, you know, with the economy the way it is right now, there's not that much out there, and um, I don't know, I've just been feeling kind of in that funk a little bit as far as, like, um, Getting myself motivated. Right. The motivation. My, my next transition or, I you know, know, my job that... I know. I think motivation is a little challenging for you unless you're helping someone else to be motivated. Mm -hmm. But self-motivation is challenging for you. First of all, I would definitely change your language about uh, the economy. As soon as the economy started to make some changes a couple years ago, I created a mantra for myself, Mm -hmm. which worked extraordinarily well, I might add. And the mantra was that my business is recession-proof. 
That's what I said. Whenever, um, you know, I had a tiny worry and of course I didn't watch CNN. In fact, I disconnected my cable because I just want to listen to the news at that point. Yeah. And so you need to come up with a mantra that the economy is perfect for you, that the type of job that would just sing to your heart is thriving in this economy and that people who would hire you to do that kind of work are looking for someone exactly like you. And I would do this as a mirror work. Uh, and I would, I would look in the mirror and say something very similar to what I just said to you into the mirror, even in the second person, because I really believe that for you too. You're the perfect type of person to go into the job. That's perfect. I mean, I keep seeing you helping people and and you, you love, pardon? I do like helping people. And I was thinking about Reiki, but I don't know. Sure. I was kind of just, looking into that as an idea, but, uh... I, I think that whenever you have a feeling deep inside of yourself, and I know you're afraid to let yourself dream, you know, you, you kind of hold yourself back. You've been a very loyal, um, parent and, and sometimes our loyalties, we give them to other people and we forget that our loyalty needs to begin with ourselves. So it's time for you to really let yourself dream and dream big. And you already know you want to help people. You're interested in raking it. What would that be like? Imagine. Have fun with it. Be curious. Be like a nine-year-old who doesn't believe that they can't do everything. Okay. You know, be like that. And then start using that mantra in the mirror. And I think before long, you're probably going to have a job. And then you can also work on creating a career for yourself if it's something different to, that's self-employed. Right. Okay. Okay? Okay. Well, thank you. You're, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. And before we go back to the phones, Eric, I was going to say congratulations to the callers who won on Thursday. All right. Because, you know, we're still giving away CDs and DVDs here on the show as thank you to right. all of our callers. How can people win those? They have to call in. Oh. <laughs> and then Alyssa puts their email in a hat, and then she draws three on Tuesday and three on Thursday, and then we email them and then we ask them, do you, which one of the, uh, I think 11 products that I have on my website, would you like? Mm -hmm. And then we send it to them. So last Thursday, Natalie, Stephanie, and Italia won um, either a CD or DVD. So we want to say congratulations. We hope you enjoy them. And thank you so much for calling in. We're actually in our third year on the show. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it's flown by. It has. I'm telling you, it has really flown by. It is greatly. And I know that we also have a question from the from the, oh, yeah, yeah, you have it. That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to hand him something else. Like, Wait a minute, I already got it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know where you're handing me, but yeah. I'll just read this if that's Thank okay. Thank you, yes. yeah. Yeah, we get uh, email questions as well as calling questions, which is great. Uh, and, of course, people can send you email if they go to your website, energyintuitive.com. Uh, this one says, hi, Marie and Eric. I know that's that was nice so that they include cute. me in there. I loved it, yeah. Love your show and have been enjoying listening to your archives. My question is about my best location. I've always been somewhat of a gypsy, having moved many times at the drop of a hat, always finding myself in a better environment and glad for the change. But this is hard work and it takes a lot of time to get resettled and established. It's also been difficult for my son. At first, because like I said, we have always done better when the dust has settled. I've been in the same place now for 15 plus years, lived in the same house for six-plus years, and have a three-year-old business that is steadily growing. This is the most time I've ever spent in one place, and I enjoy the connections that I've built here. 
However, you could see that coming, right? Yeah. I, I want to live in a warmer climate. I think about this a lot and wonder what you can tell me about the possibility of a future move to a warmer location. Gratefully, Denise. Ah, uh, Denise, that's a great question. Well, it is getting warmer here in the summer. Right? There you go. <laughs> Except for last summer was not so great. Well, with global warming, eventually this will be the warmer yeah, climate that you desire. It, it will. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm proud of her for staying in a house for 15, well, staying here for 15 years. Um, but I really feel, Denise, that your business is growing and moving right now, if you want to maintain this business and help it grow, would not be a great idea. I keep getting, if you can just stick it out for like two to three more years, then I think some opportunities will come available that would be feeding her. I think historically Denise escaped. That's why she moved a lot. You know, I love the whole idea of a gypsy, by the way, but gypsies were escaping because gypsies sometimes were thieves. Right? Mm-hmm. So they had to move a lot because otherwise... And sometimes were persecuted. Too, and persecuted, you know, even true. If they weren't thieves. So, yeah, Absolutely, a lot of yeah. Movement. Where I live used to be, um, Finn Hill used to be an area where a large community of gypsies used to live a long mm. time ago, like in the 1940s, right around that time period. Kind of interesting. So um, I think that this gypsy needs to uh, take it keep it here a little bit longer and that she'll have better opportunities for her in a few years if she still wants to move. Two to three years is what I'm suggesting. Well, I, uh, this may not necessarily be advice that she can follow, but I got to say that traveling is always uh, something that helps ah. me whenever I'm getting that wanderlust, just taking a little trip somewhere. Eric, you are hot today. Yeah, I agree with that. That's excellent advice. That's wonderful. So who do we have on the phone lines? Now we've got Beth in Bellevue. Hi, Beth. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Marie? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. I actually have a two-part question, so I think I have like a primary piece and then a secondary piece. Um, The first uh, question I have is in regards to um, circulation of my fingers and toes. Uh, uh Uh, Something that I have kind of uh, had a deal with since I was a teenager. Right. Um, But... uh, seems to have gotten even worse after I've had children. Interesting. So I'm just curious what, what you might, uh, what, what your take on that might be. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a heart chakra issue because the heart chakra governs circulation. And it, in, in medical terms, um, more coolness in the fingers and the toes are related to some forms of arthritis, actually, having some poor circulation down there um, but that lead to more arthritic problems and discomfort. But what really cures this from an energetic perspective is balancing the heart chakra. And maybe after your children are born because you love them so much. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because you would do anything for them. Right. Right. And and I'm, I don't want to take that away, but <laughs> I'd also love for you to make sure that you're also a primary focus in your life. So there's a simple exercise you can do uh, to help remedy this, to get that heart chakra circulating, circulating more deeply into the tissues of your fingertips and your toes. And that's to literally tap your heart chakra. It's mid-sternum. Mm-hmm. It's just above the cleavage area. And you take two to three fingers and you just gently tap there for like three minutes Maybe okay. three to four times a day. So, okay. so you could do it driving, you know, uh, you can, you know, you can do it anywhere, of course, but um, I mean, that's a great private moment, you know, in the car. <laughs> and then you'd probably t- tap longer than three minutes because you wouldn't know how much time had gone by. And again, I would work on loving, seeing how important you are too in life scenario. I mean, your children wouldn't be your children without you. You know, you're just as precious as they are. So circulate that love that you have for them in your body, and it will warm 
every inch of your being. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Can You're... I ask, do you have, yeah. do I have time to ask the second part? Sure, go right ahead. The uh, second part is um, I'm also, um, like the previous caller, um, in the space of getting back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just curious what you kind of sense about that as well. I have some things that are kind of brewing, but nothing that's truly manifest yet. Uh-huh. So. It will, though. You're going to have some offers, maybe a couple of them. I don't know if one of them is going to be a close friend who's starting a business or someone just retired from their, you know, from uh, their organization and they're going to hire you. There's some technical aspect to whatever's happening. So whether it's computer related, I don't really know, but there's technology in it is what I'm seeing. So have you put any applications mm. out? You know, um, I haven't. I'm actually an expressive arts therapist. Really? Um, so that's kind of on the other end of the spectrum huh. um, with what I do. I used to work with hospice. Ah, interesting. And, um, and I'm also starting to get, my son has Asperger's syndrome, and so mm-hmm. we've done a lot of dietary changes. Mm-hmm. And um, very much into mindfulness and mindful eating. I'm also a yoga instructor. And so some of these things are sort of gelling together um, to, you know, one of the things I really feel strongly about is working with people. Mm-hmm, right. um, um, so that's kind of interesting. There's a, there's a technical piece yeah. that might be entering the picture. So what I would recommend is to take some of these philosophies and teachings that you know that you're even mm-hmm. using with your son and consider about how you can offer them online or mm-hmm. to different organizations, taking mm-hmm. what you know and mm-hmm. not have to necessarily be in a classroom to teach mm-hmm. it, but find ways mm-hmm. to a- apply them so that they can be available on the web. Because that would be a great business, wouldn't it? It would. Uh-huh. And you can work from home and still do all the other things that Absolutely. you love. Yeah, Absolutely. so technology. Thank you. I just got I got a little chilling tingle there. So awesome. Wonderful. I'm so Thank glad. You, You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now we've got Jane in Seattle on the line. Hi, Jane. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you today? I wanted to know if you could give me some insight on uh, my medical situation. I was diagnosed with multiple chemical sensitivity. I hate that. And, yeah. yeah. That just No sucks. one really seems to know how to get rid of it. I and know. It totally sucks. It totally sucks. Well, you know, luckily we don't hear that as much as we used to. It used to be a very a big phrase in terms of um, problems that people are having, systemic problems throughout their body. It's in the autoimmune category. So I think that's the most important thing to focus on rather than the chemical aspect of it. Is it really what you're experiencing is an autoimmune depletion? Somehow your being, your body isn't doing well with the environment, Um, Mm -hmm. right? So, so instead of thinking, great, I can never put gas in my car, wear perfume again, or walk in a grocery store, you know, because, you know, people who have severe chemical sensitivities have problems just doing everyday stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. You want to, you want to focus on that. This is an immune disorder. And, and just like someone who maybe has chronic fatigue syndrome, who doesn't know when they're going to be exhausted and they need to go to bed for a couple of days, what we want is to build your immune system. And the immunity, energetically and emotionally, is about you loving yourself. Okay. And when I look at, when I'm scanning your body and I look at your energy system, 
including your chakras, of course, I'm drawn to the back of your third eye. First of all, I know you're intuitive. Um, like I have this strong knowingness that you're quite wise and smart and, and a little bossy at times. Sorry, but that's just what came through. <laughs> um, you, have, you have a tendency to collapse the front of your third eye, which is okay. I would prefer to see extended, but that's okay. But what I really want to change is the back of your third eye. It's extending outside of your head for a good seven feet, which means that you're hard on yourself or, or self-critical. Is this true? I can be, yeah. All right. So the immune system emotionally is about self-love. And then if you are being critical on your being, that can weaken your immune system. Okay. So that means you need to interrupt the criticism and say something loving and positive to yourself that you, okay. that you can believe, you know, that's sincere for you. Right. So that you can break that pattern. Yeah. And then I would just work on the immune. Try not to, I keep getting, try not to focus on the chemical because it has you so upset. Mm -hmm. Just focus on, I'm, I'm going to be strengthening my immune system. And do you have any suggestions for that? What with supplements or? Yeah. Have you seen a naturopath? Uh, yeah, Uh I have. And I've taken, uh, vitamin C and vitamin D. Yeah. Uh, I'm in your adrenal glands. So I would look at the next time you see a natural path, talk about your adrenals. If you've had them tested or not, I'm not sure. But finding the appropriate or healthy supplements to build your adrenals and okay. your thyroid. But I think once you build your adrenals, your thyroid's going to, you know, be a, a lot more happier in your body. Okay. Terrific. Well, yeah. thank you for taking my call. It's my pleasure. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's quickly talk to Karen at Redmond. Hi, Karen. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. What can I do for you today? Well, um, I've listened to you for a while, so it's kind of strange to be calling in. <laughs> but, um, we're going through some life changes. My husband and I, he's been out of work for a while, and um, I have a job that I absolutely love, mm-hmm. and we're considering moving out of state. And although mm-hmm. there's a lot of positives with that, I know that there's a lot of stress with yeah. You know, new city, new jobs, new school. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm ambivalent about it, and I, I just wanted to see if you had any insights, and is this the right thing for us to do, right. or should we not do it? Right. It's a great question, and thank you for listening to the show and for calling in, too. I so appreciate it. Well, it is kind of a conundrum, and what I keep looking at, you, you know, you're a very loyal partner. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. Mo- in many, many ways. So, I mean, of course, in the obvious, but you, you kind of sacrifice a little bit much for your family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I want you to do is to really look at what you want. And, and because I, I think you're the kind of person who automatically looks at the entire family. I appreciate that. But I, I think you need to look at what you want as an, as an individual before you make this decision. Because what I'd rather do, what I'd rather have happen before your whole family moves someplace is for your husband to secure a job, to find out if he really likes it, to see if he likes the area before he makes the whole family move. And, yeah. and you're pretty content here. And he can get kind of flighty. Mm-hmm. So instead of you giving up everything to be incredibly loyal to him while he goes and gets flighty again, I think you need to reevaluate exactly what's important to you as an individual and maybe make more decisions based on that versus his somewhat flightiness. Okay. How does that sound? It sounds, it sounds good. I mean, um, kind of hard. 
It's hard because yeah. Seattle would be a great place for him to get a job, but there's just nothing here. And so that's what's so frustrating. And yet he's got an opportunity. And so part of me goes, well, if we turn this down, how much longer do we wait? Well, first of all, he would need to change his, both of you would need to change your ideas about jobs available here. But this could be a really good experience for him to get a little bit more serious about his own life mm-hmm. and to recognize that maybe his family is not going to follow him all over the world. Like he needs to get serious. Okay. That's what I keep getting. So sit down and talk, think about it before you have the conversation with him, but focus on what you really, really want. Okay? Okay. Thank great. you. And I wish all of you great employment, you and your great. husband. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for calling in today. What a fun day I have had on the phone, and we're sorry for those people that we were unable to get to your calls. And on Thursday, we are going to be live here in this studio with the Barefoot Doctor. Until then, joyful blessings. Bye-bye.